Shabbat Shalom. Oh, I happen to drive a Jewish car. And I don't mean that my car is coming up on her bat mitzvah. What I <laughs> soon by me, soon by me, though she is, she is. Uh, but I mean that my car is decked out with a number of bumper stickers that show that I am Jewish and very proud of it. I have the bumper stickers from the two Jewish day schools that I worked at. I have my Beth L bumper sticker, and I know that when I'm driving around, other people can say, that's a Jewish car. Oh, I, I happened to be at a red light this week by Reisterstown Road, and I was behind another Jewish car. I could tell because of the bumper stickers. And I find, because I'm the type of person that I am, I find that when I'm behind another Jewish car, I like to inch my car as close as possible so that I can read like the fine print on some of the bumper stickers. Sometimes the designs curve around and it's hard to see. So far I've never, I've never accidentally kissed another car, <laughs> though I've been concerned about it. So I'm behind this other Jewish car and I can tell from the camps and the synagogues and the Torah magnets and thank you Hashem magnets. I'm like, we are together in this red light. And I see a bumper sticker that I had never seen before. And so I, I creep my little Prius closer and closer. And I'm, I'm squinting and it says on it, the Amidah army. The Amidah army. You might be familiar with the word Amidah. Amidah is the standing whispered prayer that we say. So on Shabbat, we have a morning Amidah and we have a Musaf Amidah. It's the time when we, we first, in our community, we join together. Normally we do the opening of it together. And then we have quiet meditation time for people to say their own prayers. Uh, but in fact, like Judaism invites us to say the Amidah three times a day, not only on Shabbat, but every single day of the week. And so I was very curious about what this Amidah army was. As soon as I went home, I got on my cell phone and I Googled it, the Amidah army. I came to a website. The website said, I'll, I'll quote from it directly. The website said, thank you for joining the Amidah army. Oh, so nice. Well, we created this initiative as an effort to generate more merits and protection for the Chayalim, the soldiers in Israel, and the hostages, and all of Am Yisrael, all of us. The goal of this website, the goal of the Amidah army, is to create a sense of unity in our personal mission to try and daven, to try and pray one Amidah a day. One of these personal whispered prayers every day. So not, the goal is not to daven all three, suggested we, we pray morning and afternoon and night, but the goal of the website is for individuals to kind of group together in an online community and really strive to pray one time a day. 
The website continues, it says, although that this is something we all do privately, we can gain inspiration and empowerment from knowing that we are part of something bigger than our individual selves. So I saw this bumper sticker, the Amida Army, and I went to the website, and the next thing I knew, I had joined their WhatsApp group, their Facebook group, and I, I want the other clergy and Ben Kreschel to cover their ears for a second. Please, Cantor, please. Ben, Rabbi, cover your... So I'll say, I, I generally don't pray three times a day. I... Were you listening to that? <laughs> we'll talk later. No, no. You covered your ears. You covered what happens in synagogue stays in oh, synagogue. Oh, dear. It's confession time. Oh, I, I, yes, I, I talk to God every single day, and I say blessings before I eat. There's a special blessing you say after you use the bathroom. I'm very, very good at doing blessings, but I don't always say the Amidah. I don't say the standing whispered prayer every day. Do you know why? It because it's hard to do. Actually, it, it's hard to do. You, you have to really step out of your comfort zone in order to make it part of your life. You have to make your life like a little bit more difficult because you're getting ready in the morning and you're, you're like going to your yoga class and you're doing your beautiful curly hair. And then our tradition is like, wait, stop what you're doing and take 45 minutes or 30 minutes to pray. And then in the afternoon, you're, you're calling people on the phone and you're planning your classes. And it, it's like, no, stop. Stop what you're doing. Just pause everything completely and pray. In the evening, you're cooking dinner and you're meeting with your family. And you're getting ready for bed. And it's like, stop. <laughs> stop what you're doing. Get out of your comfort zone. Say the Amidah, say that standing whisper prayer. Take that time. It is, it's hard, it's hard, it's hard for me. I don't do it every day. But when I saw this, this bumper sticker, and I joined the Facebook group and the WhatsApp group, and it asks you to share with the community every time you do make time, every time you, you do that difficult task of taking on this extra mitzvah of praying. I'm praying in order to support Israel, praying in order to bring extra merit to our chayalim, to our hostages, to the entire Jewish community. So I found myself, not every day, but I found that I said the Amidah two more times, two more times than I normally do in a week. I felt good about it. <laughs> I felt good about it. Oh, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about how praying the Amidah, saying this standing whisper prayer every day, it is a mitzvah that I truly want to do. It is something that I strive to do. But because it is never convenient, and because it is something that is often personal, it is so hard for me to do. It's a challenge for me to get out of my comfort zone and to actually 
do this mitzvah, to actually do this commandment. I found that the accountability and the support of this Amida army, of this online group, was really like the gentle nudge that I needed in order to add in this mitzvah into my life. And I invite my coworkers to nudge me also in leaving my comfort zone and in, in working on this. I realized that really, it's kind of, uh, yes, it's funny for me to say this, but really that's what we are as a synagogue. Like that's what we are as Beth El, as a community. That this, it should feel like a space where we should feel just like a little bit challenged, a little bit nudged in order to move out of our comfort zone, in order to do some of the mitzvot, in order to do some of the commandments that are a little bit more difficult for us. Beth El should have us feeling supported in our journey. Just like this website, the Amidah Army. Oh, in, in real life, in our lives, we don't really want to feel so challenged and we don't want to feel like we are, are failures or that we are not doing a good job. So we don't often do things that are uncomfortable or transformative. It's really hard to do something like make Aliyah. It's really hard to do something like change your career or change your relationship. And it's also really hard to add in mitzvot that we don't do. It's tough. It's tough, but these are things that are, that are hard but worthwhile. This week in our Torah portion, we see the ultimate soul story of leaving our comfort zone. And our tradition teaches us that all of our souls are actually there in that moment of trembling, and uncertainty in choosing the, the harder path. Our tradition teaches us that there is thunder and lightning and the ground is quaking and the mountain is covered in, in fog and smoke. And out of that, every single soul feels a pull towards the mitzvot and stands at attention as we did experiencing God's voice in this moment of revelation. But the Torah also teaches that that moment, that transformative moment, was really scary. It was something that we did not want to do. It was so outside of our comfort zone. So the Torah gives us a hint for how we can follow in our ancestors' journey. The Torah gives us a hint for how we can move outside the comfortable and take on the weight and the difficulty and the challenge of the mitzvah. What does the Torah say? It says, Vayotzem Moshe et ha'am likrat Hashem min hamachaneh. It says, Moses led the people outside of their encampment to meet God. 
Moses led the people. Moses took them out. Before the trembling, before the fire and smoke and the earthquake and the lightning, before this experience at Mount Sinai, they have to leave the camp. They have to leave the Machaneh. The camp is our comfort zone. The camp is what is easy and comfortable for us. But in order for us to experience spiritual growth, our ancestors had to leave that comfortable place. In order to encounter God in a new way, they had to be led away from the camp, and Moses was there as their guide, as their leader, as their teacher. Moses was there to help them in that uncomfortable journey. The Torah teaches us that we can lean on people. We can lean on our teachers. We can lean on our clergy. We can ask them to guide us in that journey. Rav Bachor Shor, a 12th century French rabbi, said, the people were terrified to leave what was comfortable. But because Moshe was there, they felt like they could take the next step towards the mitzvot. Well, we are lucky that we have spiritual role models, but we also have each other. And I think that the Torah is also hinting to that, that it's not just about the leadership, Sometimes your leadership, your leadership is also working and striving. That we have each other, that the nation has each other in this journey towards the mitzvot, towards the commandments. Our spiritual community is here to encourage us and to give us strength. So I want to invite everyone to just look at the person sitting to your left and to your right. Okay, and, and turn around, you look, look behind you. Hello, hello. Hi, and now I, and I want to invite everybody to shut your eyes for just a moment, if it's comfortable for you. Or look down at, you can look down at your feet. If you're joining online, shut your eyes. We, we can't see it. I want you to think, and me too, who is it? That's going to be my spiritual support. Who's, who's my spiritual buddy? Who can I count on to text me before morning gratitude, get me to log in online? Who's going to nudge me to show up at Sunday morning Hebrew school davening, Ben Crushtool? <laughs> Who is going to sit next to me in an adult ed class so we can whisper with each other and deepen our understanding of Torah or Mahjong? <laughs> Everything is Torah. Everything is Torah. Who, who is it that's going to be my partner in my spiritual journey? Because we all need a little bit of accountability. I know I need it. I need it from Mr. Kreschel, and I need it from the Amidah army. You can open your eyes. The verse that I 
had read from, the one that says, Moshe et ha'am, that Moses guides the people closer to God, leading them outside of the machana, leading them outside of the camp. I didn't finish the verse. The verse has a, a three-word ending. It says, and, and they stood firm together next to or under the mountain. That verb there, it has like eight different translations, and, and it's a complicated word. But one translation, one possibility for what it means, which I'll admit is, it is not the normative translation for it, but you'll play along with me. One possibility for it is that it means to be firm and to be grounded within yourself while being in community with others. So vayit yatsvu means to be firm in who you are while you are beside somebody else. Oh, isn't that the ideal of being part of a spiritual community? Isn't that what B'nai Yisrael are experiencing at Har Sinai? And isn't that what we want? To have a deeper understanding of ourselves and our connection to our tradition while also being with each other. Oh, we should all be blessed in this journey. Uh, we can take uh, one small step forward within our religious community, within our deepening spiritual life, to perhaps join the Amidah army, show up to morning gratitude, show up for adult ed. Let us live our spiritual lives with joy and stand together at the foot of the mountain. Shabbat Shalom.